Hello and welcome to Ship It, Shout It, your product management and product marketing podcast. Sitting across from me, I have Daniel Thomason for product management. Hi. And I'm Lena Heck and I cover product marketing. So welcome back to our mini series on Open Borders or rather the Prosperity Project as, <laughs> as we decided to call it right yep. at the end of the first episode. Go and back and listen is to that. its name. Yep. Just to remind you, uh, these mini-series that we're doing for Season 2, they go through the first episode on Discovery, mm -hmm. then the second episode, which we're on today, is about delivery concepts, and then next week, you can tune in again for launch and post-launch concepts. Exciting. We've heard a bit last episode about communicating with stakeholders, identifying them, and convincing them. Mm -hmm. Today, it's all about the roadmap. It like, is all about the roadmap. What are we building and so on. So, Lena, what, well, for starters, maybe we should quickly touch on what do we mean by roadmap? Basically, when we think about building a product, we have certain milestones and we put those on the roadmap, I guess. So it's basically like mapping out what our process will look like. Right. How, did that, how, how did that sound? Pretty good, I guess. Yeah, like it's, it's sort good. of, well, <laughs> knowing what's uh, w what's coming up, right? What's what's yeah. actually going to get out into the hands of the exactly. users or, or the public in this case. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Cool. Exactly. And so how are we going to approach it in this case? I guess one thing to say is that putting dates on roadmaps is a bit dangerous. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that big, I've lived big it. Sigh. I've lived it. Oh, man. <laughs> I need some therapy. Yeah. The reason it is dangerous is that it gives this false certainty about when things will come out. But in reality, you don't really know how long things will take. The world is messy. Stuff, yes. stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Problems arise you may not have thought of, you know. I mean, you might just discover something during during building it that means that you really need to, to pivot to, to yeah. solve some sort of extra yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. And so giving time or dates, timelines is dangerous. But the problem is that some stakeholders will really press you for dates because they want to plan their activities around this. One of the approaches that we were thinking of taking like that we might want to take in this case is kind of like a now next later approach so rather than giving specific dates saying you know borders will be open by 1st of January 2021 we would kind of like class things class the next things well class things into buckets so what are we doing now what will be next and what will be later and then at least there's some sort of certainty around okay, they haven't started working on that and it's not even the next priority. Yeah. So we know we don't need to worry about it just yet. And so you kind of give a, you still give some forward planning, but it's not a commitment to 31st of January. Exactly. And so I guess bringing it back to what this might look like in the real world, <laughs> in your company, this is something that then your stakeholders can work with a little bit as well. So, you know, thinking about, for example, communications to clients, like client-facing people might want to tell them what's coming up next. So then they have some sort of idea of what they can already promise. But rather than promising that for a certain date, they can say, well, we're working on that now and it will be, it will come out soon. And maybe later, some, like later is something that's coming out is, is this and this and so on. And they can get start to get an idea over time of how long your timelines are as a product team. Like if you are... What, what does your next horizon look like and what does your late, later horizon look like? And it can be a little bit more data-driven rather than mm. sort of guess, guess at dates kind yeah. of thing. 
yeah, so I guess in this case, hopefully, hopefully the now next later approach satisfies mm. stakeholders with a need for dates while still giving us room to work on things until they're done rather mm-hmm. than work on things and stop because we've reached a date that mm-hmm. we've, we've committed to. Because they to. have to be done right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I guess one of the first steps to build our roadmap is to define our milestones. Mm-hmm. And in particular, there are two important flags to plant and that's the MVP and then the full product. Mm-hmm. For that, we should think, okay, so what is the end goal? So what what is the full product? But this, again, can be really difficult because this might change based on what we learn in the process. So even though we should plant that flag, like we said, we should still keep in mind that, you know, what we what we're building might change in the process Mm, and in fact like hopefully it should change in the process because if you already knew that the full product was going to be perfect and that it was 100% exactly what you wanted probably you should skip the MVP and just build straight as quickly as you could towards the full product Mm -hmm. Um, the trick the the reason for the MVP I guess is and we'll come to this a little bit later like because you're not certain what's exactly uh, the right direction is yeah but before we get to building the MVP even though, I guess it's important to think, okay, how are we going to de-risk the process? Mm-hmm. Um, because something like Open Borders, any sort of big project even, um, and Open Borders obviously is kind of on the Pretty extremely big. large <laughs> yeah, end of the project spectrum, there's going to be two difficulties. One is kind of winning hearts and minds well, actually, there's going to be lots of difficulties, but like winning hearts and minds <laughs> let's, is... Let's be real here. Let's be real here. <laughs> but winning hearts and minds is going to be difficult enough. Uh-huh. Also, having built something that really solves the problem is going to be difficult, but then building something that actually works, even mm-hmm. if it like abstracting from whether, whether it solves the problem, just that it functions properly. <laughs> Don't worry about the hearts and minds for now. <laughs> yeah, just like just make sure it doesn't break down in, yeah. in production. Uh-huh. Um, and this is difficult in software products, but... Even more so in this context, I mm-hmm. think. Like, let's imagine the bureaucratic complexity of suddenly mm-hmm. saying, okay, no more visas, no more organizing the world around this concept of your passport being the the way we track you and kind of think about yeah. you as a person. This is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so before we even get to an MVP, I think we need to start thinking from day zero about how do we test this? How do we make sure that the stuff we're building will will function. Yeah. Um, and so things like thinking about how can we beta test this? And mm-hmm. and I think it's important too that the answer becomes yes, somehow. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Just straight to production. Um, and this is kind of hard. Like with a software product, it's much easier because you can kind of bake into the product these this ability to say okay this group of users can can see this new stuff and mm-hmm. this group can't with something like open borders that's a bit more challenging and mm-hmm. so you're going to have to be creative around finding ways like talking to the countries involved and say okay we're going to select a group of 10 users mm-hmm. initially to be sort of our our pilot users our beta testers and we're going to bring them in with no no visa restrictions and see see, see if it happens. works yeah, yeah can they get through and that's going to be that's going to be fun that's going to be enormously complex because yeah. you're going to have to warn airport staff and all this sort of stuff like there are these special people yeah just look, look for the people passport. with the yeah exactly <laughs> we're wearing the crowns yeah. um, but unless you do that unless you sort of watch end to end this kind of this real test with these real users who want to emigrate somewhere 
there's a high risk that you kind of turn it on on MVP launch mm. day and that with something like this, that some the risk that something blows up um, and then ruins the whole product, not because not because it's not meeting its goals maybe, just, but just, just because, because something's broken. Yeah, some, there's some problem in the process. <laughs> exactly. Mm. And so really putting real people through this, there's no, there's no substitute for like really beta testing mm-hmm. something before you go live with a new product. You really want to start thinking about this from day zero. Yeah. Um, and probably thinking about this in different environments as well, thinking about people arriving in different countries like maybe we want to have a whole bunch of different di- like different countries as different environments rather than all coming into Germany or Australia or, or something right uh, but yeah exactly but also like are you crossing through a land border are you yeah. coming in via plane um, yeah. have you visited that country before yeah. are you coming in for work or travel or mm-hmm. yeah and a so whole, yeah we're all gonna have to get scenarios. yeah like a whole mm-hmm. a whole host of quality assurance people to help us with this mm-hmm. like to help us with end-to-end testing on this call us yeah exactly <laughs> if you if you're in if you're in the market yeah so before we get to the MVP let's make sure we've tested the heck out of this but at some point, we want to we want to get that MVP live. Um, but before we before we start talking about where the border is, or her <laughs> pun <laughs> unintended, uh, before we talk about the delineation of what the MVP is, let's as always stop and ask what what's the point of the MVP? Mm-hmm. What defines where we draw that line? And for me, the MVP the point is to validate whether the product provides value in the simplest possible form of the the kind of value proposition. Right. The point of it is to kind of address this risk that your hypothesis that this great project that you've got yeah. it's going to be super it's going to change the world. Maybe you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe if you throw years and millions of dollars if not billions of dollars and lots of lots of person power after this maybe it'll all be wasted. And so getting to an MVP quickly and getting to the simplest possible version of it mm-hmm. helps you waste the the, the the smallest amount of resources. And more, more than that, it's not just a kind of binary, is this a waste or not? You might be wrong in specific details of yeah. what you think the project should look like. It's like, oh, actually... We ship the MVP. People love things A, B, and C, but D and E were complete flops. Mm-hmm. Um, we need yeah. to we need to iterate around those. And instead of building to D and E star, the the yep. full version of them, you've said, "Oh, good. We we built a simple version of those. It sucked. <laughs> we haven't spent <laughs> yeah. years on it. We can iterate. Let's adjust much cheaper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess that goes back to my point earlier of like have have the final goal in mind but don't be stuck on it. Exactly, yeah. Reduce the final goal to the absolute core, yeah. uh, which, which is a good segue into, so, okay, with that in mind, what is our MVP for this prosperity yeah. project? Um, so I guess, like you said, we'd want, to, we'd want to have it as the simplest, but still... Giving that core value. Exactly. Like, and that's what we want to distil- distill down to. So I guess there would be a few different ways of doing that. So one I can think of is, should we just try it with fewer people? Mm-hmm. Should it not be, you know, everyone in the world, but maybe we'll try it with, I don't know how many people first. Some amount, because then it's still it's still this idea of allow some amount yeah. of people to choose where they want to live, work, travel, yeah. unrestricted, in an unrestricted form. Exactly. Another option would be, should we release a dialed back version first so not quite open borders like but opener borders maybe it's sort of a you can go anywhere you want for a certain period of time maybe like yeah. you, you have a kind of we make it basically make it visa free travel for up to three years or something which is 
a significant a significant yeah. increase on openness from today, but at least there's that kind of uh, there's a backstop. There's a backstop mm-hmm. if, if things do go bad. Exactly. Or even by purpose, like yeah. we say, only people who want to travel to study uh, or yeah. to uh, to work or to for leisure or what have you. For them, no visas. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that might introduce additional complexity in sort of verifying that their purpose is genuinely that. <laughs> um, Very true. Yeah. What's the kind of cheapest? implementation of this mm. that still gets to that core core idea and I guess the core idea of this project is removing restrictions around movement of people around the world and sort of allowing people to choose more freely and how do you how do you test that cheaply and so I think your idea your point of fewer people and maybe relaxing but not entirely throwing away the restrictions probably some sort of combination mm-hmm. of that is is a pretty good mvp and it would be palatable to the stakeholders too yeah. um you're not saying you like you might have millions <laughs> of em- immigrants one. exactly you might <laughs> like who, i don't know how many yeah. people are coming in you say okay this this trial this mvp is only up to x like the, the yeah. worst case scenario for you is you're going to have x thousand more immigrants yeah which is i think something you could sell a lot easier yeah. so well which leads us to i guess like how, how do we communicate this this roadmap then to people and this again goes back to one of the earlier points what you want to focus on in more detail i suppose is what's coming in the very near future because that's the thing that you have more certainty about mm-hmm you can communicate what we're releasing in the next week or two because you're pretty certain that that's going to happen. The further we're going out into the future, it becomes vaguer. And then I guess we switch to communicating what our hopes look like. We want to, like I said, I guess make it yeah vaguer and talk about kind of the goals and the things that, are, that stand behind it rather than the specific thing where we're releasing tomorrow which i guess is like so this week uh sydney airport is going to have a new visa free lane in it because it's actually coming and then we say and by the end of the year we're hoping that dozens more airports will have it we don't name the airports yeah exactly it's just in like in our ideal world it's going this direction (laughs) yeah that's that's a nice example i like that Mm -hmm. this also kind of brings me to a general thing that we should always be trying to do in communication <laughs> when we talk about products is that we don't necessarily want to talk about the features so much as we want to talk about the benefits and what problem is going to be solved. So I guess taking your example, I'd say the feature is we have one visa-free lane in Sydney airport. Um, Which is a bit like, okay, cool, and whatever. People, people are like, well, I don't really care about that lane specifically, but what I do care about is that I don't need a visa. We want to switch our communication more towards the, hey, this is the benefit you're getting. And the problem we're solving is that, you know, you didn't, you can just like rock up to the airport and no prior visa applications and stuff needed. Choose to come to Australia on the, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Like, yeah, you no longer have to plan months in advance. For exactly. Trip. Yeah. That's quite a nice nice wrap off of the of the roadmap communication this idea of more certainty up front mm-hmm. sell the benefits not the features and then express hopes and express mm-hmm. kind of provisional directions further out exactly we've talked today a little bit about the communication of it then what comes before the mvp and the scope of the mvp so that's that's it for our roadmap episode yeah um as always you can find all those 
amazing information on our website. <laughs> Next week, we're talking about launch. It's going to be all about collecting feedback and analyzing the results, measuring success, all that important stuff. Mike, I'm super excited. This is one of my favorite topics. <laughs> favorite topics is the success. PM. Really, really. Well, also also results and measurement yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But It's the exciting stuff. Yeah, but success too yeah. as well. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Tune in then and uh, see you later. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.